All right. Hello, everybody, to the second episode of Where's the Time Gone? Third so, episode. It's the third one. That's the third one. Oh, that's right. It's the third <laughs> you one. silly goose. So it's the third episode of Where's the Time Gone? Let's take two of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the second run of this third episode. So we were recording for a whole, like, 30 <laughs> minutes, and then my computer decided to die. And erase the entire recording. <laughs> so we're starting it again. Uh, the nice thing about that is like, I was watching, I was actually watching a hip hop documentary on Netflix. Exactly. I think it was Hip Hop Revolution. Uh, so the one of the producers for Tribe Called Quest used to do this thing where like they would have a beat and he would just delete the whole thing. He was like, we could do better. Oh my God. Yeah. So one of the cool things about that is like, whether, like once you delete it, you there is no chance to go back from it so you just have to do something better so okay, we just well, no, no matter what we no do more takes Julian. Like, this is yeah, it this is it this is the thing this is the thing that we have and uh i think we're all super excited like we all like we're just laughing for like the first 10 minutes because we're all jittery but now we're all like comfortable so i think it's gonna be really awesome now you don't have to listen to our laughs as <laughs> much. my awful awful <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad all right so yeah, I guess we'll start with introductions. So, my name, Julian Remy Hernandez. A lot of my friends call me Remy. I am a five out of five music and technology major. Grew up in Old Bridge, New Jersey. I'm, and uh, some of the things I've done around campus, I've been involved with the College of Arts and Letters, setting up programming and kind of building connections with the other schools on campus. I have been, I brought back the creative magazine Redshift. For about two years, I worked on that, was president of that for a while. I am currently involved in the Cultural Greek Council, which houses all of like the cultural uh, Greek organizations that have like cultural basis in them. Uh, going off of that, I am also a member of La Unidad Latina, Lambda Usana Lambda Fraternity Incorporated, the Latin-based fraternity on campus. And uh, I'm also vice president of that, and I do some other stuff trying to just focus on doing cool projects like this podcast in my senior year yeah Ooh. so yeah i guess we'll go to mc now hello there um <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is maria christina like one word but everyone calls me mc you know because that's long um i am in my fourth out of five years i'm in the four plus one master's program uh, my undergrad is in mechanical engineering, and I'm getting a master's in engineering management, which is pretty fun. Uh, I'm from Queens, New York. And some things about me. I guess my involvement on campus has mostly been in the Delta Phi Epsilon sorority, where I've been uh, the social chair for a year, or coordinator of social activities, if we're going to be <laughs> official, and uh, coordinator of philanthropy um, since January. So that's been one giant roller coaster um but yeah that's my my biggest uh, thing on campus i guess yeah uh hi everybody my name is maria and it's spelled a little bit differently it's spelled with a y i am <laughs> um, a five out of five civil engineering major i did co-op here um originally from staten island new york and a little bit about me um my biggest a time involvement at Stevens has been the Stute, our newspaper, um, for basically four years at Stevens. So that was like a really big part of my Stevens experience. And it's so nice to see like how the paper went from like five people every week to just covering like simple events that happened on campus to just like growing to a much higher readership and many 
more staff members and just even like having administration uh, read and care about what we say and, and write. So that's been super exciting. Um, I'm also a resident assistant, uh, which so is MC. <laughs> do you want to go back? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, what do I do? Nothing. No, I do a lot. I just forget about it. <laughs> I know you listen to a lot more stuff on your first, on your yeah. first time. So yeah. we're both resident assistants. Yeah, we're both in Jonas. <laughs> Shout out to second and fifth floor. Yeah, yeah, they're the best. Yeah, um, and I've been a resident system for this is my fourth year now. Um, I've also been involved in different organizations um, throughout my time here. So I've got some honor societies. Uh, I was involved with Entrance Up Borders, Honor Board. Um, so I've done like a little bit of everything. And yeah, I think that's it for now. I'm just like remembering things now that I do. <laughs> like I no, list them. Go off. <laughs> no, I don't want to go off. But no. one thing that I actually really like do want to mention that's cool. Um, I work with a few of like the female professors on campus to do introduce a girl to engineering day. Um, oh. I did it last year for the first time, and I'm looking forward to doing it again this year. And pretty much go to this. Sorry, there was stuff in there. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> she was like waving at me. I was like, oh. I was trying to move some fluff out of the air, and MC's uh, just staring at me like, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Oh, engineering stuff. Yeah, so we go to this middle school in Jersey City, and we talk to young girls about becoming engineers and why engineering is so magical and great, and it was the cutest day of my life. <laughs> Literally, these girls were, like, looking up to me as, like, inspiration. Like, I, I guess I had that, like, dancing growing up and, like, teaching classes and doing stuff like that but this was just like a whole nother level they were just like oh that you're like so cool and inspiring and we want to be engineers now and i was like yeah do it yeah. <laughs> but awesome. yeah it was really cute wait where'd you guys what, where were you in jersey city, in jersey city. Yeah. yeah it was with like professor fontaine and brunel love brunel yeah Shout they're out both to gems <laughs> fontaine's actually my senior d advisor oh my gosh brunel's my senior d advisor whoa <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome he just loves to see it Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're stuff. here doing the thing. Um, hey, Julian, I have a question. That's good. What are you looking forward to most in your senior year? <laughs> <laughs> so in my senior year, I'm really looking forward to, I guess, working with the Cultural Greek Council. One, uh, trying to put more value in t- from the councils to the fraternities and stuff like that. Something I'm really focused on, as well as helping out in the Student Government Association. Uh, working on like this cool little project of uh, kind of restructuring how we do voting and stuff, which I think is really cool. And really just my biggest thing is uh, pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Uh, in my last year, is like, this is the last year I'm going to have a little bit of a safety net to do whatever the hell I want. And so in my last year, I'm really going to be focusing on doing stuff like this podcast, which I think is like really, really super awesome. So having these conversations with a bunch of like really awesome people, um, also, pushing myself to, like, create an album for my thesis. Uh, I'm a music and technology major, so, like, we have the option of either doing a large creative project, a medium creative project, and, uh, like, a 20-page paper, or just, a, like, a large research paper. And there was zero chance I was doing a large-ass <laughs> research paper. So I was like, I'm going to focus on an album, and I'm going to write you 10 pages. How about that? <laughs> so, I literally switched out of a class because I didn't want to write a paper. <laughs> yeah. Like... We, when we had to write a 10 page paper for sound recording, it was like a huge deal. Um, not a, a, 
always not been much of a writer and it's not like i'm not great at it it's just the fact that i'm one of those people that takes so long to put thoughts onto a piece of paper um, I'm the same. But i was like writing an application for something the other day and it was like why do you want to do this and i was like i want to do this because actually no that's not that's a terrible start uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, literally i wrote the first sentence i think like five times before i even started writing the rest of were it were you typing or were you write like with a pen typing so i, I typing. find writing with a pencil or a pen is like a lot easier so i'm like i'm very different i'm the kind of person where like when i'm upset or just like annoyed at something i just like need to put pen to paper like i do do that um my boyfriend gets very upset with me because i literally when i'm upset with him i like send him like letters essentially of like why i'm upset and what happened <laughs> just because like i'm like i can't say it i'm gonna forget my points and i need to yeah i that, need to jot it down on paper make sure i have a strong argument and everything that is um, amazing. but like once you're i don't know i feel like for me at least once you put down physically like write it out it's like easier and just kind of like starts flowing like thoughts just start coming yeah. out of you um so if you find a hard time like typing things up i find writing things out is just because yeah. then like you have more time to think about it and yeah. then you're like oh my gosh i didn't even realize this is a thought that i had yeah. whereas like when you're typing you're like you kind of have to know what you're saying yeah. almost if that makes sense that's really interesting because i've i've done that a lot especially like this summer kind of coming off of last year when i was doing more writing um I would do that a lot where, like, whenever I was in a very high emotional state, I would just start writing things. Um, so I have, like, notes on notes on notes in my computer of just me letting out emotions. Although I would do the opposite. It was, like, I would put all of the raw emotions onto that piece of paper, then just, like, lock it in this little vault and then go <laughs> have this, like, sane, like, very composed conversation afterwards. It was, like, yeah. a very different way of approaching it. Uh, I, like... I guess dated this guy like way back. MC did quotes. I did quotes. Like I don't know what to call it. Like we weren't like boyfriend or girlfriend anymore. Whatever doesn't matter. Not the point. Point was for Christmas last year he got me this journal. He's like you have a lot of emotions. So here you go. And I was like oh. How did you take that? You have a lot of emotions. Well, it didn't last more than a few days after that. But uh, the journal's great. I love the journal. Still use the journal. I don't know. Not that I have a lot of emotions, but I definitely like am the type of person that like bundles everything in until like I explode kind of thing. Like I don't like to like burden people with my feelings so i'm just like oh it doesn't matter like i'm just being dramatic being dramatic yeah, and then like i just thing. like press that way way down until it's like that one little last trigger and you're just like ah and yeah i'm the exact same yeah. way i come from a family that doesn't really talk about their feelings so it's a lot of times european like, things you just kind of like shove it deep down the deeper the better and then like you just kind of boil over um i'm very proudly an avoider so <laughs> i definitely feel that and but even even aside from like problems anything like that i find like if you're going through a lot of emotions or whatever uh positive or negative just writing them down is better yeah or even yeah. like i feel like we don't take enough time to just kind of like turn off our technology and just like go for a walk and just think think about oh things yeah like, don't it's, get like, me started on but like that. even if it's something <laughs> so like oh my gosh that netflix episode whatever like just like walking i hate yeah. when you you set up time to go like get lunch with someone i don't or like you have people that like you just get to just you really just look forward to chilling with them and then you're sitting at the table and then everybody's on the damn phone that is my biggest pet peeve like actually my biggest pet peeve like i grew up in a household where like if you're like in a family setting like at dinner or, like just hanging out like phones are off like you don't touch them like 
yeah. just doesn't work that way. Yeah. And then, like, I have a lot of, like, closer friends who, like, are enveloped in their phone, like, 24-7. And, like, like, a few days ago, I was just like, you need to stop. Like, get <laughs> off the phone. Like, I need attention. Like, give me yeah. your attention. Yeah. That's, like, that's what I want to... Uh, Yes, like I wholeheartedly resonate with that because my biggest thing is I'm one of those people that I I get really focused on things. Some of my friends make jokes about it because I'll be like cooking and then somebody will come in to ask me a question. Uh, one of my friends, Kevin, well, he's like the president and I'm the vice president. So we like work together a lot. So somebody else from the fraternity will walk into the room to ask me a question, but I'll be doing something. And Kevin will legit just go to them. Dude, he's, he's cooking right now. He doesn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later, I'll actually like zone back into like the room. And they'll be like, oh, was somebody asking me something? Like I get very focused. So like especially like, when I'm with someone, I get really focused and like, actually spending my time with them like i enjoy oh, just like that kind of energy of going off of people yeah you don't find that much like nowadays which is so sad to me i think it, it depends, depends on, on the friend group slash friends yeah mm -hmm. it's like the tone you set it's like a culture that you kind of need to like actually engage not something that's just automatic nowadays because like conversing with people and having that kind of building relationships that's a skill that actually needs to be that is not just readily developed oh yeah you know how you do society. it you take your friends to the library it's super late at night you're working on homework slash exams whatever it is and you're get you hit that level of sleep deprivation oh. where you're it's delirious. just like all bets are off and yeah. you're just delirious <laughs> and you're just calling a little crazy because i feel like sometimes the phones like you know they like hold you back a little bit from like showing your real craziness in the inside yeah but like once you're sleep deprived that's like not an option anymore yeah. and that's when you really bond with your friends <laughs> My Mechie friends, like, they have seen sides of me that, like, no one else has. Like, yeah. when you're in the library, it's, like, 3, 4 in the morning at this point. Like, you're all, like, off the S-words. And, like, you're just, like, so funny. Like, those are some of my favorite. Like, last semester for me was definitely my hardest yeah. thus far between, like, I was in, like, 20 credits. And I had, like, three jobs. And I was running, um... Castle Point King, which is like the largest Greek run philanthropy event on campus. And just trying to manage that with all my like classwork was ridiculous. So I'd be in the library super late. And my friends were like, MC, like you good? And I just like look up and you see the tears like streaming down just my face. Laughing. And I'm just like laughing while I'm crying. They're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm just like, you know, man, <laughs> this is life. Like, this is where I'm at right now. Oh, and this man. is where I'm going to be. No, that's so true. I think like definitely some of my closest friends are the ones that we like spend really late <laughs> nights just in the library, just like miserable together. Yeah. That experience really bond people <laughs> in yeah. the best of ways. That's very true. Yeah. Like, even though I was so stressed, like those are some of my favorite memories, just like cracking yeah. jokes with my friends. And like you, you get to that point of like exhaustion that you just can't stop laughing then. Yeah. So you're all like just crying of laughing so hard for like 30 minutes. And then the library people are like, can you stop? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's almost the same level as you. So yeah. Like, no, it's great. I've never gotten stressed at the library since. Really? No. Um, I guess I'm just too loud. <laughs> Were you the one in the library that was super loud? I'm it was screaming, time. probably. Oh, man. I don't know why I thought of this, but my favorite library memory, I was with, like, a bunch of my Mechie friends, and we look over to, like, there's some tables in the Stevens Library that have, like, um tvs that you could connect your laptop to uh -huh. and these kids are just scrolling through tinder <laughs> on the tv <laughs> and literally like i fell out of my chair because i was laughing so hard like <laughs> not even exaggerating like i was crying like uh that's i will great. never forget that day that's absolutely great um my favorite library memory is actually my freshman year finals we were just 
everybody was stretching really hard. We were we had been studying for I think it was circuits that week. No, no, no. That day wasn't circuits. That was a different room. That was back that was in. A day. We were, so when we were studying for circuits, it was when Jacobus still existed. Does anybody remember the little study room that was in Jacobus? Yeah. Oh my study god, room. that was my safe haven from the library because the library is always so crowded. But like nobody knows about that little room. Yeah. Or so new. If any, for any of the old people that remember this room, it was just a little tiny room with a little tiny desk that people would cram way too many people into. So. The night before the circuit exam, we just stayed in that room with like eight people when it can really only hold like four. And we stayed there all night. Like I we stayed up all night. I went and took the circuit exam and then I went to sleep. <laughs> I don't too often. <laughs> I would not suggest it, but like it went well. It was great. We were doing problems all night, having delirious laughter, like MC was saying. Um but my favorite library memory was actually a different night where we were in the library. And we ended up just act. we had gotten, so back then, once you booked 209 at 12, when it's open 24 hours during finals, whoever had the room last just kept the room for oh, the rest yeah. of the night. So we had 209. We were sitting in 209, studying the whole night, and then we were just like, you know what, let's just take a nap. So we actually all slept, like, on the <laughs> tables of 209. Um, That's yeah. so funny. Things that you don't do a lot. I don't know about you guys, but... um like when it gets that late hour and you need to order food like my (laughs) the flavors that we would try like i don't know like for me like my happy place is in food like if i'm not eating things that i love like i'm like my overall demeanor just goes down (laughs) the drain so like between ordering naps or my personal favorite the mcnuggies from mcdonald's like (laughs) that's all you need (laughs) to make a girl happy (laughs) just a 10 piece with some signature sauce Uh, oh yeah (laughs) clucky is also a very popular one for a lot of people it is i haven't tried it though you haven't tried Mm -mm. i'm surprised that you like chick nugget mcnugget Apparently, I don't know how to say chicken nuggets. <laughs> well, like, my new thing is calling them nuggies. Like, but then, like, to classify McDonald's, they're McNuggies. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course. What, like, how would you not know? <laughs> <laughs> Self explanatory. <laughs> I think we're oh, hitting man. that delirious point right now because <laughs> we've been recording for too long. Oh, my God. <laughs> but oh, the episode just started. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Good times. Yeah. Where's the time gone? Where's the time gone? <laughs> it's been in the library for the past three years. <laughs> oh, uh, man. So, question, Maria. Yes. What's, like, if you would had one <laughs> experience that would, like, define your entire time at Stevens? Oh. Like, that I had an experience that I had? Yeah. Like, an experience that you had. That's a big I, question. You know what? I actually, I actually have a good answer for this because this is such a big part. Um, so for this do, we uh, print every week, basically, except for like holidays and things like that. Yeah. Um, so we have layouts on Thursday nights until midnight. So I would say that a What big, does that mean? Uh, so it's us being in the office, uh, working on computers and stuff like that. Like So editing articles, making sure everything's in, laying out the physical look of the paper, mm. um, which is a very... We have deadline at midnight. Um, and sometimes the deadline is like, you know, we're 15 minutes late or whatever, but a lot of times it's not. Um, and it gets like a very stressful environment and all that kind of stuff. So it's a lot of like very late delirious nights. Like most, most of the days I would have been there from like five till past midnight. Um, so you definitely get to a point of like delirious, like we talked about, but also, um, it goes from like 
moments of business to like just having fun. Um, and like, even though, yes, I had that every week, but it was just like a big part of my Steam's experience where like I got to, like I really bonded with people because it was high stress, very interesting situation at the times when it was like, where is this article? Yeah. We can't print it because they never responded to us. Well, I need that article that like it was just like very like like literally when 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 you like watch like newsroom TV shows, movies, whatever, like and like paper slang, that kind of like atmosphere. Um, but it was, yeah, very sleep deprived on Fridays, but just definitely like a, something I'm never going to forget. Yeah. Oh, yep. So definitely worth it in that sense. Yeah. I mean, like at the time it was so <laughs> a lot of times it would be like one person working like right up until midnight because you, you can only do so many things um, when it's like one physical paper. Mm -hmm. um, so you get to a certain point where like only one person has to finish it. So a lot of times it'd be like me or Audrey, who's now editor in chief, um, while the others were like playing around in the hallway. Like literally one time they were fighting, like sword fighting with some, <laughs> some crap that was left over in Jacobus because of the move. So literally I'm like stressing about getting this thing in on, on, on time and they're like fighting in there. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Can you not? So like, you know, they're just chilling. And I'm like such a mom in that sense of like, like, no, guys, like, I need you to all be quiet. Get out of here. So for anybody that doesn't go to Stevens that is listening. Uh, there used to be a, this building called Jacobus. Very, very old. Stinky. Not quite large. Smelly. Yeah. <laughs> and just it used to be like a dorm slash a clubhouse slash like a rec space. Rec rec space. Yeah. They had some pool tables that they had a lovely were dance like room. torn. There was a smoking lounge. Yeah. What? Way back in the day, yeah. yeah. Wasn't that like a bar way yeah, back Yeah, there was when? back when like the drinking age was 18 and stuff like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they ended up tearing it down last year because it's an old brickety building and they want to build two giant towers here at Stevens. So all of the organizations that were in there had to get everything out. And that like some of the major organizations were like the Stute, the radio station. Like there were people like that had been in there for decades. Yeah. yeah. We had to clear out the entire thing. Yeah, that was not fun. We had technology. We had like archives of like every single printed Stute. And just a oh, closet wow. full of newspapers from like leftover. It was, it was an experience just going through all that stuff, to say the least. And then yeah, a bunch of uh, Jacobus is a mess. <laughs> it's like a dumpster. Yeah. I guess like the new time. space now though is gonna be like nice and neat and yeah. whenever that opens. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me started. For the people who don't know, Alexander House will be like the temporary student center while the towers are being built, and this building has gone postponed for like almost almost two years now. Yeah. Right, Julie? Yeah. yeah. So we were supposed to move in last winter, and then they were like, this summer. Now they're like, maybe this winter. Yeah. So it'll be nice to see the building before I graduate. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it'll be done during the winter. That'll, <laughs> that's a hope. But it'll be like a nice student center. Yeah. Like at least space for, um, like before we had Jacobus, and it wasn't that nice, and now yeah. we don't even have Jacobus. Yeah. Um, and then, so hopefully in the future, like we'll have Alexander, which will be obviously... A bit more newer, more modern. Yeah. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Whenever that what's, happens. What's the slogan that they have on the on the fence? On the rise. On the rise. University on the rise. Slowly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, like a very tiny it's font. On the gradual <laughs> slope to a slight rise. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're chugging along. Uh, we think we can. <laughs> Man, how about you, MC? My one. Event? An experience that like defines, I don't know. Oh god! When you think of your, when you think of your experience at Stevens, what is like a moment that you think of? Um, 
This is hard. Okay. I guess, like, it's, like, one of the more recent events. Like, it was the end of last semester, but I definitely choose it because, like, everything I've learned in the past three years is, like, what led me to do this kind wow. of thing. Yeah, right? It's like the... Build up. Dun, 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 dun. But, um... <laughs> uh, so, I mentioned this earlier, but I ran Castle Point King, so pretty much quick sum up is like a bunch of the fraternities on campus compete against each other um in a pageant type of event where they like dance with like sisters and brothers and it's a whole like united greek community and it's so cute and so fun and the prep for it is like five months in advance like fundraising and organizing and preparing and practicing and um i ran that with one of my sisters juliana and it was just like like I said, like probably the most stressful I've point in my life. Like this is like the closest I've been to the breaking point. And once it was done, like the event happened, we were there and they announced that we raised almost $19,000. And that's like double what anyone's ever raised at Stevens besides Thon, I guess. And like, I just started crying and I was like, wow, like all this hard work and whatever. And like through the process, it was like more than like obviously raising money for great causes is like why I ran for the position. But what I learned along the way was like I met people in every house and like got to work with sisters that I really hadn't done things with before and like getting the new sisters involved and like showing them the ropes. And I don't know, it was just like such a wholesome experience like that's yeah. something i will never ever forget that makes me think of like a college movie like it's got this whole like big literally. setup to like that final scene where you get, they're like we've raised yeah <laughs> that literally is what happened like so juliana was more like on the financial side of the whole project and i was more like running the day of show with like my experience and dance and all that mm -hmm. and like managing all the fraternities and making sure they were hitting their deadlines yeah. and like making sure the sisters were helping them and things like that so i was like i want to be surprised like the first time i want to hear the number is like when we're on stage <laughs> so she says it and i like to my head like the double take when i looked at her like i have this on video like, my parents were there of course because like big italian family that's that's what happens <laughs> and like you see me do like this double take and like I was just like uh like it broke down it was like so like it was like ah oh, like I finally made it like I was like this is never gonna end and then it ended and I was like no I don't want it to end <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah like learning like I guess like the time management and everything that I like had worked on at Stevens thus far and like being like social chair like planning little events helped me like build up to be able to do this giant event where like at least like 300 people were involved in like yeah that's like that's been the the one experience from stevens that i know like will stick with me until like i'm like an old lady and bringing my kids hopefully to some college and Aww. doing that's something a good cool one. yeah that's oh awesome. thanks <laughs> <laughs> that's so what about you julian yeah i think for me this is also a hard question um so i guess i'll go with this one because I think this year is like, so a lot of the years that I've been at Stevens, it's just, I feel like I've been behind, I guess, the maturity curve in a lot of things, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, this is like actually going back to like middle school and high school as well. Um, I don't know, just a little bit behind, but also just like generally all the time, like kind of a weird kid. Um, so this year I did the peer leader program again. Um, had a little bit of a weird summer. And I think one of the, my biggest goals um, going into the program was trying just 
trying to be my most authentic self all of the time because I don't know that I feel like I've tried to suppress it so much all the time and like that goes back to a lot of different things of like getting in trouble when you're a kid for being rowdy and um also things happening like when uh, my father left way back a lot of the thing a lot of the experience that I had had with him before he left I like just labeled as bad so like didn't listen to rock music didn't go like didn't even think about going fishing or like going on boats or whatever um so I had I was very quick to label things like good bad and like kind of draw that divide and it was like took some of like parts of me and put it on that bad side which when you do that and you're kind of like denying a part of yourself it kind of eats away at stuff but also like when you're there and trying to do the things that you want to do or think that you want to do um there's something missing and then you're just like wondering why um and then other people can also just see it in the energy that you have so my biggest goal in going into i guess orientation and like training and all that was just being my most authentic self um so literally that was the whole thing that I tried to do throughout the entire thing throughout the pro, uh, throughout the trainings that we had, through my interactions with the students that were like in my orientation group and also with the other peer leaders. Um, and I like I ended up feeling like I grew a lot from it, but I think the biggest thing, well, there were just a lot of times when I was just like bawling uh, and also like just talking to other people and like thinking that they were such role models to me. Um, and then actually after we finished, a couple of them would come up to me like, we really appreciate you like being your authentic self. Cause that like allowed me to be that. And I was just like looking back at that. And when people that you look up to kind of come back to you and it was like, you were kind of that person for them at any given moment in time, it like really hits you different. Um, and I feel like over the last summer, like that's, it's like realizing that I can be my authentic self. I'm like, that is a thing that in and of itself, just being yourself is valuable. Um, yeah. yeah. I couldn't agree more. I agree with that totally. You know, I think it's super important for people to not care as much about what others think about them. Like, yeah. screw those people. They don't need to be in your life if they Literally. don't, if they <laughs> criticize or if they don't, don't like your, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, like, find a group of people that you click with that get you. Um, and yeah, that you're not afraid of being, yeah. you know, your true perfect, yep, your true original self around. Yeah, I've, yeah. like, I've talked to a few people about this, like, concept of, like, personal torque. So if anybody knows the difference between, like, actually just spinning the wheels and actually having torque, it's, like, torque is the ability to continue moving at a speed no matter how much, at, with force opposing you. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, the ability to act as yourself even in the presence of forces that don't want you to or that kind of like want to push you in a certain direction so if like for example if everybody else is on their phone and you don't want to be on your phone yeah. like not being on your phone like that's okay you take um, it and you chuck it <laughs> um, and just like sitting in yourself because when you are you're all, like when you are your authentic self you will attract people that are attracted to that when you're your inauthentic self you're going to attract people that are attracted to your inauthentic self therefore you're just gonna kind of start the snowball effect of not really being the thing that you wish you could be yeah I think like this past year for me has been like trying to be like as true to myself and be like me to the t like yeah I won't hold back anymore and like I've noticed like the people who like like me for me are still around and those who 
like didn't know me as well and like see these like different sides of me like they may yeah. not be around anymore but maybe they were just like weren't supposed to like they weren't yeah. supposed to be there you know yeah. so i don't know like i'm gonna be loud and that's just me so yeah. <laughs> i don't know Facts. yeah good for you so oh. yeah <laughs> no that's, that's important like I believe everything happens for a reason. So like if people walk out the door or whatever it is, or like thing, you know, life happens, it doesn't mean that necessarily that you, that you had like this whole big fallout because yeah. your personality didn't match. Like sometimes life just happens and uh, you don't have to think like, oh my gosh, like what did I do wrong or whatever. Yeah. And like college is that time where like life is supposed to happen. Yeah. And you have that kind of space to just be yourself and kind of figure that or out. Or like even change. Because yeah. yeah. I'm definitely, like, different from my freshman year from, like, even last year. Like, so, yeah. from so the people different. that I surround <laughs> with to the things that I, like, to basically everything. Yeah, yeah. I was so shy, like, so quiet, so, like, afraid to, like, speak up or th- say things that, like, yeah. I felt, like, for fear of people judging me. And, like, yeah, I don't know, like, now I say what's on my mind, like, when it's on. Like, like, I don't really hold back anymore. And that's something, like, I'm proud of. Like, I'm very much, like, an overthinker. Like, I'm always like, oh, but, like, I just said this. And, like, I see the person's face, like, what they're thinking. And I'm like, oh, no. But now it's kind of just, like, if I feel it, like, I don't know. I don't want to have to hide something because I'm afraid, like, you're not going to like what I have to say. That's just, like, not, I don't know. Like, because then you're always just, like, worried and, like, you're anxious. And there's no place, like, you could be anxious about, like, important things but you shouldn't be anxious about if someone like is upset by something yeah Yeah. you say when you're not like trying to be a bad person little little kind of same thing but um i personally like love broadway musicals and like singing and all kind of stuff but like i'm not good at it but uh (laughs) basically find a friend that will tolerate you skipping on the lawn like through the lawn as you're singing abba and (laughs) may not join you but will at least like tolerate it and laugh (laughs) they'll cheer you you. yeah they'll chill you hold your back when other people like that person's weird no she's just like that like she's (laughs) really just trying to spread joy out here (laughs) literally like i went to firefly this summer um and like i went with my boyfriend current boyfriend and like some of his friends and like this like low-key singer chelsea cutler like i just started like screaming and singing and like they were just like cheering me on and it was like so cute like now i'm like friends with these people and it was like such a great experience yes. so like those are the people you need to surround yourself with and definitely, it's so great definitely. we love good music too oh, good music, good oh, music. Good music. <laughs> <laughs> so uh in our initial recording. <laughs> That's why I'm giggling so much. Like, I'm not a weird person. Me and MC like, had this, like, hold, like... Heart to heart. Heart to heart about, like, music and then performances and, like, just putting emotion into just music and, like, the importance of that in a performance. And, like, we just, like, went off for a second and then the laptop died. Yeah. I mean, though, like, I guess I could even relate to the conversation we're having now because, like... Yeah. When you put your heart into, like, everything you do, like, the people around you notice. And, like, if you're, like, giving your all into a friendship and really giving them that, like, time and, like, like, even the word, like, dedication to that, like, person, like, they they see that you're there for them. And, like, you you never know, like, what's going on in that person's life unless they tell you. And then if you're being that supportive, awesome friend, like, you don't, like... The impact that has because I know when like my friends are doing something like out of their way like just call me when they know like I'm busy and like stressed and yeah. they'll be like MC like let's take five minutes and just chat and I'm like yeah. oh my god thank you so much like this is exactly what I needed right now and that's the other thing that at least for me like I don't care if we only spend like 20 minutes together as like friends like 
in that 20 minutes if we're just like really putting the energy into like experiencing just being there with each other like that's more important than if we spend 10 hours together but only paid partial attention yeah. at least for me like that's definitely big with me yeah my like bestest friend on the whole planet is applying to like medical school right now so he's just like thriving but like yeah. so busy and yeah. like he's so stressed and i feel so bad so like at least like twice a week i'll try to like call him and be like yeah. hey 20 minutes when do you have it we're gonna <laughs> chat and like you yeah. could talk through all your problems with me and it's been like like he said it like he just like literally before i came here today like i called like to see how he was doing he was like telling me about all his apps and like jobs he's doing and he was just like oh i needed a chat like thanks mc like this yeah. is great and i was like uh same like i need the best friend time yeah. <laughs> at the same time so i have a friend uh that i've known her since like eighth grade and i haven't seen her in person since like march maybe no june july um but um sometimes like we don't even talk for like a month and then like something comes up and it's like we don't skip a beat like just doesn't matter what's going on in her life or my life like i know like i can call her up like whenever even though we haven't talked in a while like i know she's gonna be there for me so like sometimes it's also like that kind of a friendship that like yeah. not necessarily like you know yes you should make the time for your friends and things like that but sometimes like life is busy and you know, you're in totally different schedules or different states or whatever it is yeah. and it's as so long hard. as you have that connection that like you know that you can send a text or make a phone call and you're just like as if you've never been apart Oh. Yeah. yeah my like family friends are like that I have like so my dad moved here from Italy he like made these two friends and their kids are like my age too so like we all went to different colleges and we're all over the U.S. but like we'll just like see each other every like six seven months and it's just like okay so we sit in the circle and we're like okay one at a time like what's been going on and <laughs> it's like you never like like you said like you never skipped a beat and like I don't know it's so lovely to have like those kind of friendships yeah. too like those lifelong friendships I'm like. oh yeah those are gonna be like the friends that like when i have kids like we're all our kids are just gonna be little messes together and it's gonna Aww. be great it's <laughs> adorable it's awesome yeah Building connections connections are important i feel like this convo is a lot deeper than the other one like i'm feeling some emotions right now i'm just like oh. <laughs> yeah it's like in the feels i guess real being in the feels yeah. And then like actually, so a lot of my friends graduated last year slash were like, Retweet. some of them are in the, <laughs> I, I know some of them are in the area. Others are uh, still in the area, but like farther. Um, and just kind of like you realize at the same time, like, oh yeah, like after college, you're not going to have that easy time of like having a 10 minute walk away from each other or whatever. And then even then when I had a 10 minute walk, we still saw each other like maybe, maybe once a week, depending on like what our schedules were like. So then it's just like, oh yeah, like after college you need to put more effort into friendships if you want to keep them because yeah. otherwise like you people could move away or like you might not even talk to them ever again it's kind of like that that was something yeah. that really started to hit me this year um it really hit me when i was thinking about the fact that i'm the oldest person in my fraternity right now wow as an undergrad yeah i'm the oldest person i am like in like the senior room so in the house there's like this one single that's all the way in the back that's like usually the oldest person usually oldest most senior person usually it just ends up staying in um and everybody that has stayed in this in that room like i had just oh, looked up to and i was like okay i'm that person and then being on that but the other part is like being on that kind of senior side is like all of a sudden all of the people that you used to lean on aren't there yeah yeah but then again, you're still the person that a lot of other people are leaning on, which is like really crazy. 
Yeah, I've noticed that now. Like, my big graduated last year in her fifth year, and now I'm, like, the oldest person in my lineage. And, like, they've been, like, coming to my dorm room because I live in a freshman dorm now. And they're just like, MC, we need advice on this. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I'm, like, a lot of my friends do come to me for advice, but now it's just, like, I'm, like, the older, like, wise old lady (laughs) in the fam. And it's just, like, it's so, like, weird. Like, it's so, so weird to think about. And I think that's the other thing is, like, one of like putting energy into maintaining relationships because realizing like all of these things like I need to kind of learn how to do I never really learned how to maintain relationships I think that's the thing that I've been the poorest out of maintaining mm-hmm. relationships Agreed. while here that I just wasn't like in programs with like if I was like in the fraternity with you if I was like in the club with you like I and I saw you of course I was gonna like be talking to you and whatever but I was really bad about like, keeping up with the people that weren't immediately rel- like yeah. relative to the things I was doing so one with that and also just connecting with the people that are also my age because I feel like that's just something that I haven't done much outside of like the realms that I was in like for example the people in this podcast like it's actually like a perfect example like having the conversations with y'all and the other uh, eight people is just like super super awesome Um, and it's just there's like a different kind of resonance when you're talking to people that are going through similar experiences Um, one of my better friends like Pooj who's also on oh, the podcast uh, we, we connected Pooj. a lot over <laughs> orientation of just like telling stories and like really connecting with each other um which that really had a huge impact on me because I feel like Pooj during orientation was one of the first friends that I had that was outside of something that I was doing that like I really actually connected with like on a personal level which mm-hmm. I felt like I haven't had for most of my like college experience so. yeah I would say like my um, yeah, I would say, like, the friends that I have that are, like, my age are definitely, like, in the Mecky department, and until, like, you know, you get into, like, your actual, like, major classes, like, I didn't really know anyone, and, like, I think it was, like, probably, like, DMC, like, for you Mechies out there that know what that is, um, say, what is that? design <laughs> and machine components, like, Oof. I sat that with, like, um, John Darlack, who's in this podcast oh, as John. well, Love and, John. like, Pujan, and our friends Greg, Jet, like, a million of my friends, and, like, that was, like, the first time I really, like, connected with people my age, like, outside of, let's say, like, my pledge class yeah. or uh, new member class. There's yeah. no pledge classes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> new terminology. Uh, we're, we're better now. <laughs> yeah, we're better now. Um, but it was just, like, so cool to have, like, people who, like, understood what I was going through. Because, of course, like, yeah. my big was a EM and, like, she couldn't really relate to the Mackie stuff. But, like, having those, like... yeah people around there are like yes like i feel the same way this is miserable send help off of that point like one thing that i really realized this year is that it's really important to have different people that connect with different parts of you Mm because we're all different so none of us is going to connect like 100 percent completely with another person right so kind of having that variety of friends is actually like really important i think just for sanity's sake (laughs) of being able to talk to people and resonate in different parts of your life because kind of all of parts of you need attention like I was kind of saying before and sometimes it requires a different person to give the attention that's kind of needed in a moment yeah I like I couldn't agree more with that I have like not that I have a million personalities but I have like a different I have a million moods like if that makes sense like different times of days like I need like different things to do like my mind is like always running wild and I need to keep myself entertained and like I think that's why I'm involved in as much as I am it's because like I need something to like spice my day up every once in a while and like you have like the different friends for all those different things to do and 
Sometimes you want the friend to go skipping with you through campus. Sometimes you want the friend to just sit there and like bury your head in books with because you yeah. just need a study buddy <laughs> to help yeah. you like survive. Totally. Sometimes you just need someone to talk to about some deep shit because, you know. Stuff happens. Yeah, stuff happens. Yeah, I feel that. But um, I think like that's like the nice thing about Stevens. Like everyone I've met is just like so sweet. And like, I don't know, like yeah. the people like. Like, even, like, my Mackie friends. These are, like, my school friends. The friends, like, that you study with till 4 a.m. But we've also had, like, nights that we're not studying. And, like, we'll just have these, like, crazy deep combos. It's like, wow, yeah. like, I'm learning so much about you right now. And that just makes me, like, appreciate you in my presence so much more. And it's, yeah. like, so lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I that's just love wholesome things. I guess that's something that will be, become very apparent <laughs> as we continue these. But Wholesome things are That should be the title right. of this episode. Wholesome, wholesome things. Wholesome things. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Oh boy, that was like pretty good. Wow. That was like, like super how you, let's, like, let's bring the mood up. Let's. What's your favorite spot in Hoboken, Julian? <laughs> After a very deep conversation, it's like a really deep combo. Let's let's bring the morale. After we just adventured through the entire cave, let's just like start walking. Where's the out light? Like, where's the light switch, guys? <laughs> uh, so yeah, would you say the favorite spot in Hoboken? Oh yeah. Um, I would actually pick this room. Uh, so right now we're in one of the music tech recording studios on campus called the scene lab or we just call it kitty 390 most of the time because that's like the room label it's in kitty buildings room 390 <laughs> self-explanatory <laughs> i probably didn't need to explain that <laughs> but um the reason why it's my favorite is just because there's like carpet on the floors you don't really always have to worry about wearing shoes which is kind of i'm not wearing shoes right now like i brought flip-flops and that's kind of what i'm using but it's like Got some nice speakers and has enough equipment for us to do, like, recording and also just production stuff. And it's a really, like, comfortable, homey room. Um, and I really got – really became kind of one of my homes away from, like, my actual room at Stevens. Because, like, when I did sound design a class, I spent, I think, like, 40 hours during finals uh, in this room. Like, I, like, took naps in this room. Like, <laughs> focus on projects for hours on end in this room i like had recording sessions with multiple people in this room and i ha also had multiple hours of just like reflection in between like working on projects because i'm sure you guys know whenever you're working on like a really big project you don't actually focus for like the entire time that you're working on the project you need to take a break and um when you happen to be working on that project alone a lot of times you just kind of left there with your thoughts for a couple seconds and um a lot of that happened in this room and it's just kind of like my happy place on campus. Aww. Wherever I need a place to come chill, it's usually this room. That's lovely. That's yeah. deep. I know, we're not <laughs> getting a, a lot of symbolism in the room. I like it. Yeah. How, Maria, about you, Maria? how about you, I don't know, I was, th I was thinking about it. Um, I feel like I, uh, depending on my mental state or like what I need at the time, yeah. it's different. And I've had different rooms, different years, or different places rather, not rooms. Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite spots in Hoboken um, is Chocolapan. It's a little cafe. Well, there's the one two of them now. Um, so I used to go to the one in downtown because it's like I like I'm obsessed with France and like I, France and I love all the, like little Parisian kind of stuff. It's like my vibe. Um, <laughs> and for those of you who have never been to Chocolapan, that's essentially what it is. Um, it smells wonderful in there. There's like a second floor where it's kind of like a little Parisian apartment with like chairs and sofas and tables things like that um 
but it, that place does get very busy, especially on the weekends. And now they opened up a new spot on 14th Street, like cl- close to 14th Street. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this on the podcast because it's usually pretty empty. <laughs> and, um, so dead. it's like <laughs> she's revealing her spot. Revealing my spot. Um, but like even the music that they play there is like essentially my uh, Spotify, same Spotify playlist. Um, so it's like nice. I've had like coffee dates with friends there, like. I've just like done homework sometimes. I'm like, I need a place to like away from campus to like focus. Um, yeah. And then like the pier. I love the pier. Uh-huh, I, I w- the and pier. I feel like I, like, a lot of times when I'm on the pier, I'm like, I need to come down here more. Like it's nice and relaxing. Yeah. Like you being on campus, it's a small campus. It, I feel a like bubble. a lot of the times, like a, exactly. It's like a bubble, yeah. but like you can literally walk down some steps and you're on the pier. Yeah. So I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of times I have to like remind myself about that. Definitely I love jogging true. on the pier. Yeah, that's like, nice. Treadmills are boring. Whenever I when run, I run on the pier. Yeah, yeah it's sure. just like the view. You get yeah. so like we're right on the Hudson River, and you could see like all of Manhattan. It just reminds me of home, and I'm just like ah, so close yet no, so far. <laughs> and you have so many dogs and stuff on the pier too. So many cute pups. Oh, oh my gosh. Just like putzing around. There yeah. was like a husky puppy the other day mm. that just like we were all sitting at a table and the husky puppy was just like running around and like coming up to each one of us it was absolutely adorable oh i love dogs it's one nice yeah. thing about Hoboken. animals are wonderful it's all animals the dogs. are wonderful yeah <laughs> <laughs> can i share my favorite spot i've been thinking about it a yes. lot yes. Oh, oh, go, go, she go. asked the question for a reason <laughs> well no i read it and i was just like oh wait I, sorry I we had a puppy good. Uh, tangent. <laughs> puppy tangent. Go for it. Uh, puppy memes. I love them. <laughs> Animal memes in general, actually. They have. They hold a special place. I for a long really time I only kept Instagram on my phone so I could watch animal videos do you guys that is the only reason like memes and animal videos are all I look on Instagram (laughs) do you guys know about that Twitter account like thoughts of dog or something like that I don't have a Twitter okay well I neither do I but like sometimes I literally just like google it just because they're so funny it's essentially like like things that a dog might be thinking like one comes to mind is like um owner has left room like alert like this is not a drill never mind the owner was just in a different room all is safe <laughs> just like funny like little I love like little, if you have a dog especially i love the little videos where like there's the dog and he's kind of going crazy and then someone puts the captions of what he's like thinking in that moment oh, they're yeah. absolutely adorable yeah, those are cute yeah so i'm seeing your favorite spot in hoboken <laughs> <laughs> i honestly forgot about that for a hot sec um i would say la isla uptown uptown, uptown. i'm super into cuban food that was, like, so what nice. made me go there for the first time freshman year. But, like, I've been there so many times now with so many different people. Like, my parents, whenever they come to visit, that's usually, like, our spot to go to. Yeah. Or, like, my friends, like, we'll do our fam dinners there sometimes. Or, like, I, like, one of my, like, one of my, like, first, like, dates with my boyfriend was there. And it's just, like, uh, like I just have, like, such good memories there. Yeah. Like, so many wholesome occasions that I'd never want to forget. That place is so nice. It's so nice. It's so, like, I don't know, like, it's, like, kind of romantical at night. (laughs) But, like, at the same time, like, it's just, like, a really, like, nice family restaurant. And the food is to die for. And it's reasonably priced. You know what's really interesting? How different the uptown location is different from the downtown location. I know. Downtown's, like, a little cafe. It's, well, it's it's a lot smaller. And it has, like, a more of, like, a, I kind of get, like, the, like, same vibe as, like, a small pizzeria, like, you know, very, mm-hmm. like, homey, like, mm-hmm. but they're I so different. To, I haven't been to downtown. I've been to downtown. I've been to oh, uptown. really? It's, like, they only have, like, two-person tables, and it's, like, very oh, tiny. They, like no, they, they, oh, they have more? Like, they've got four-person tables, too. Oh. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I said outside. Maybe that's why I don't know. Yeah, outside, yeah. yeah it's 
it's a lot smaller. Not but it's just so it blows my mind how different the two places are. Yeah. And they're the same. My like my restaurant that's been like that spot for me has been Pear Burger. Like that mm. has been the place. Like anytime somebody comes up, like my aunt was visiting from Florida. Like we went to Bear Burger. My uncle visited Bear Burger. I've been on quite a few dates at Bear Burger because it's like Ooh. it's just that aesthetic where it's like nice enough. Whereas like you, they put water in glass bottles, which is like yeah, that makes it that so much fancy. <laughs> no, you're right. You're that's, so right. That's when you know you're in a bougie yeah. place. Like ooh, you want to have water in a bottle? Burger, the like the lamps. It's like forks yeah. and spoons. And They're stuff. so cool. The last time I went. And then like the ceiling is like paneled metal, kind of like yeah. the inside of a submarine. But at the same time, it's a burger joint, so it's like relaxed. And the walls are like wooden. It's just yeah. like a, it's very, a cool place. It's just the aesthetic of the place. Is and, so if, awesome. and if you haven't been, the food's really good too. Yeah, it's. Just, I tried bison there. Yeah, the bison that's good. Are it was cool. good. I get a bucketeer all the time. It's my go-to. I get the El Matador. It's my mm. favorite. I think I tried that. I don't yeah, remember. The, I haven't been the there in a while. The guac and then jalapenos and the. Mm. Oh, it's just so. Oh, it's got that little bit of kick I to it. I love food. <laughs> Food's so good. Speaking yeah. of restaurants, I think my. Hoboken quote unquote restaurant is Asia, which like yeah. is dinner specials, dinner <laughs> specials, and like yes, it's probably not the best quality food. I'm sorry, Asia, um, but like for me, my friends is like especially our first two years. Um, it was just like at, like all of our friend events and everything we would like go to all the time. Like our very first like group picture we took at Asia, Aww. and then like we like went back like a year later and like they were like oh my gosh look guys we're here like a year later. It's like even and even to this day like. Um, like when we're catching up, we're like, so Asia, right? Like, it's just like, yeah. it's, it's cheap, it's quick, like whatever. But, um, it's just like, I, I don't know why that was our original go-to, but I mean, duckbill is one thing, but, um, it's just like always the place that we always went to. Sunday nights, my friends and I, like at least once a month, we'll like order in Asia and just like watch a movie. Yeah. See, it's us, like 10 bucks. See, for us, it's Doba. For all my mm. friends, it's Doba. Like whenever we do like a retreat for the fraternity, we go to Doba. Actually, so funny story, Jose... One of the f- alumni from my fraternity, well, now alumni, he graduated last year. He would measure any financial <laughs> decision in the amount of doubles that it would cost him. Oh, my, <laughs> God. oh my goodness. So anytime, like, we'd be thinking, like, well, we could go rock climbing. He was like, nah, bro, I could buy three doubles with the amount that it would take us to go rock climbing. <laughs> oh, no, that's the wrong mentality to have. <laughs> well, it was kind of cool because he, he was like, yeah, it's actually gotten me a lot out of a lot of maybe not so good decisions because oh, it's like right. how many times can I feed myself with the money I'm about to shell out which I thought was like really cool true life right. advice here guys yeah. all right <laughs> I, I could get behind that a little bit yeah. I'm more of like an experienced person yeah. like I, experience. I, oh. I live for the experience like I don't know like I am not like stingy with my money but like I like to make sure that I'm not just like spending it for, for, for I can't say that word but you know yeah that one <laughs> English not my best language my only no <laughs> anyway <laughs> but um I don't know like if I like find something that's gonna I know it's gonna be so much fun and all my friends are like want to do it like yeah. money comes and goes like yeah we're As- becoming engineers and music technical whatever you yeah. want to do with that like <laughs> i don't know we're all gonna make money and be rich so it's not, <laughs> that's like, what i like to tell I myself simple, i kind of have that same mentality where it's like look money is just an object i care much more about spending the time with my friends than i do about the extra ten dollars it's gonna cost me oh yeah um, but that being said you can do things for free with your friends too. yes yes oh, Yo, yeah. i've deals. gotten way much into planning more financially responsible yeah. <laughs> outings for those who don't know like museums yeah, Museums. that uh, Tuesday oh bow ties half ticket prices. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Wait, That's like the good. Did you not know that? No. Like, also, oh my God. For well, those MC of you- on Tuesday nights. Yeah. Well, my. <laughs> I don't. Even, 
I just like to like look at what ba- deals like bars have on my days. <laughs> that's my thing. It's like <laughs> Tuesday nights, half off at beer garden. Like that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. But yeah, I really well, like- there you go. You go to beer garden, and then you go to a movie. That sounds so great. I actually oh, haven't been cool. to the movie theater in Hoboken. Really? really? Never. Mm-mm. Your entire Girl, you time here. Never ever. How? You gotta, how? You gotta get on it's that. expensive. Like my it's movie. Th- my movie theater at home is like eleven with reclining seats. Oh my god! What? Yeah, same. I, I mean, my but, local movie yeah. theater used I'm to be like ten dollars, and then they like put in reclining seats, and now it's like fourteen to sixteen. And like, if it's Who not that day, and I was like, oh my gosh! And then I was, I went to movie theater um, in North Carolina, and it was like eight dollars, and it was like eight o'clock at night, and I'm like, is this is this real? Like, ch- don't movie tickets cost like at least twelve? What's going on here? <laughs> the movie theater by me, they put in recliners that you can fit like two people in. They're and thick with three C's is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Because when they did that, we really thought they were about to hike the prices and it was still only like nine, ten bucks. Oh, I live crazy. in the wrong area. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I'm from Queens. So, like, you could find, like, really, like, cheap places that, like, are quality. You just got to, yeah. like, it's a lot of hole-in-the-wall places. I think there's a lot of, I think the other thing that kind of gets undersold a lot is, like, pop-up shops and, like, little mm-hmm. holes in the walls in the city. Because, like, if you go to... Chelsea and just walk around the You'll numerous art galleries. Like it's just cool. I also just went to the the Dolby store in the city the other day, which I thought was also really cool. Oh yeah, can um, you tell us more about that? Because I always like drive by it and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. But like, I, like what is it? Yeah, the Dolby <laughs> store in the city where they were setting up kind of like an experience based around the the new, I guess whatever new technology they kind of have. So when I was there, it was I forget. I think it's Atmos is the one that's out now. That's the most recent one. But they were, like, showcasing with, like, visual technology, like, what Atmos looks like and the fact that it's, like, a... So the the whole point of Atmos is that it's object-based around sound, so it's not, like, you're panning it across. It's, like, there's an object in space. So no matter how many speakers you have around you, it will always... The, the way it programs it, it will always sound like that object is in that spot. So when oh, you're, that's like... Cool. Yeah, so when you're tracking films and whatnot, you can like have a helicopter going across the screen will generally make it sound like the helicopter is moving along with the image. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of times you'd have to do it manually um, and it would like be like a trace across the screen. Like it would be more of an artistic thing, but now it's more like you program in the object, uh, which is like really cool. So That's then sick. they would showcase, showcase that in different ways. Like they had one room where it was a living room playing tracks. Like one of them, Prince, I love Prince. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, Prince is honestly one of my biggest role models. I was actually um, really sad when he passed away because that was the year that I was like, I was like, I'm gonna go see a Prince concert next year. Oh no! Was, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was that was yeah. rough because both me and my mom loved him. We were like, all right, like the next time he goes on tour because I think he was planning to start uh, to do a couple more performances yeah. the next year, right before he passed, and like then he passed and we kind of missed the opportunity. So that was a little little tear. But yeah, he's like honestly one of my biggest role models. The amount of instruments that he played, the the just energy that he put into it. Man's music. an icon. Yeah, he's just full on icon. Purple um, Rain. I could get behind that song every day. Do you know how many times I would just play Purple Rain and just like just in the shower just cry and just sing the song? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I just uh, just love that song. Um, but they were playing uh, When Doves Cry, and then they had a couple other places, and they also did trailers for a couple. Uh, little movies, oh, not trailers, it was snippets of the movie to showcase the actual technology in the little movie theater that they had. And they were all, like, the music-based ones. Like, one was Queen, and it was that scene where they're in the stadium. My favorite. <laughs> yeah. It was the scene where they're in the stadium, and that one, 
Um, so I'm a really, I'm one of those people that like when something is like emotional or like anytime that big moment in the movie happens in like a really emotional movie, um, I always tear up every single time. Me too. Um, and for me, the biggest thing that resonates with me is like when performances happen, just cause I am a musician. And so that was, it was that scene where they're in the stadium and he's going to start and he hits the first note and, um, like everybody in the stadium was going crazy. And what the way that the camera moved, it was from the back of the stadium coming all the way up. So it came through the crowd and you can hear the crowd moving past you. And then it came up on him on the, on the piano. (laughs) And I was like, I was on the verge of tears for the whole thing. Um, In the Dolby theater. Yeah. And in this little Dolby theater that is literally only (laughs) made for 20 people, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was, I always get really impacted by stuff like that. And, um, just kind of like connecting with emotions like anybody see the movie sing yes the one with the little animal is animated with the animals and they have like the talent show my next animated movies are my favorite movies that's my next one you need to watch sing it will like be your favorite animated movie i bawled (gasps) sorry uh (laughs) i'm gonna say no because i don't think anything could ever pass coco in my eyes oh Oh, How to yes. Train Your Dragon. I, I agree. I haven't seen that one. No. You, you but Coco, I've Coco. seen it 30 times. Like, wow. not even kidding. Minimum 30 times. And I have cried every time at, you probably know what scene I'm talking about. I'm not going to spoil it. Everyone watch it. It's on Netflix. Like, Coco, <laughs> I cry every time. Sing also hits me because it's like all of these, because the whole thing, the whole premise behind the show is it's that. It's like a talent one. Yeah, it's right? like a talent yeah. show, but it's all of the people that's just like. It's all these different kinds of stories about people that never thought that music could be a part of life, and but it's always been such a big part of them, whether it's a part of their life or not. Um, and it's uh, them like overcoming that. that and <laughs> it's, there, there's like a, a gorilla whose family is like um, thieves, and yeah. that's like the track that his uh, his dad wants him to go down, and then he discovers that he can you know like do singing for a living and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and then there's an Aww. elephant that's like super so shy, well. and then like all of her family's like you should sing, but she's always like too shy to do it ever in public. Um, and then like she's puts an out of her comfort zone to like actually do it on that's stage. So cute. Yeah, it, I mean like Coco's kind of like that yeah. too. Like the lead kid, like his family is yeah. like no music ever. Yeah. It's illegal, and the kid loves music and like yeah. sings his heart out. And Those two movies, like the music-based oh. ones, always really. The animation on Coco too yeah. is like ridiculously oh sick. Oh my god, yes. I have to say, Zootopia might not be musical, oh, I like but that it is one. so good. So that cute. is the best movie. So good. Uh, like addressing like racism discussions ever to ever exist. Like it's so good. That's all I can say. It's so good. We watched it in my, uh, with a lot of the cultural Greeks when it came out, we had like had a viewing at the house and we were just like, that is the best movie that they have ever made. Like they need to show this to like every kid. Uh, like if you haven't seen it's got Zutopia, layers on layers on layers, I have to so watch it again. Layers. I haven't watched it in it's a very like, long yes, time. It's got like the, the racism themes and everything like that. But even like something as simple as like, believing in yourself and like fighting yeah. for your goals because it's got the bunny who wants to be a cop and like there's and that scene being your authentic exactly self. there's like that like, scene in the room where like she's surrounded by like the big police officer like rhinos and and tigers and lions or whatever and it's just like the little bunny who like has to like hop on the chair and like you can't even see her but like at the uh-huh. desk and stuff so it's just like yeah it's just great all around I need to watch that. Yeah, I think this so weekend I'm on duty as an RA, so I'm just going <laughs> to watch movies. Like yes. Cartoon, yes. All cartoon. Uh, like yeah. I had a meeting. This is so good. Oh. 
the wholesomeness. See? All I told you. Wholesome. The name of this episode is Wholesome Things. To the name. Wholesome <laughs> Things. Uh, I'm adding that as a sub caption. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That is so great. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, crazy how, like, animated movies could just, like, make you feel such crazy emotions. Yes. Like Moana when that came out. I was so empowered. And the soundtrack on that. Oh, oh my God. My, like, I think, I think it came out, like, when I was a senior in high school, maybe. But, like. Right? Something like that. Like, not too long ago, Damn, but, like, long enough like, ago. I think more, I or more recent, maybe. But, like, when I joined my sorority, like, my whole fam was, like, yeah. you are Moana because I have, like, long, wavy yeah. brown I'm hair. Moana. And I was just, like, wow, like, this is the best compliment I've ever received. <laughs> and, like, as a joke for my birthday, they all got me, like, Moana-related <laughs> things. Like, I'm a six-year-old. Like, I have, like, the beach towel. Oh, I have that's awesome. Pua in my room, like, oh, the little piggy from the movie. That so cute. It so needed cute. more screen time. Um, also, that was 2016, time. which... It's four oh, years. Yeah, I, thought, I was a senior in high school. I thought that was more recent. Or freshman in fresh, uh, freshman. Was it, like what month was it? I, mean, I was I either know, like just, end of senior or beginning of freshman year. <laughs> but yeah, no, wow. it was a while ago. That, I remember that feels much more recent. And wow. I remember like singing my heart out in my dorm room. Oh, I am Moana. Like that was my <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> wholesome things. This combo has just been in so many places today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, we have like touch like all of the topics under the sun almost it's crazy i know we ended up with cartoons <laughs> <laughs> my life's oh, a meme man. and that's why i love cartoons so much if anybody needs like a good pick me up comedy show brooklyn 99 is so funny is that all with j-lo no uh no. it's basically like a like a, a cop show mm-hmm. um but it's a comedy hmm. and it's just like hilarious and just great and Wholesome, you know, in, in one word, it's wholesome. No, but um, I don't know, just like it's like, like there's episodes where you know when it, when like it's a bit more serious, but like most of the time it's just like, um, like very fun to watch and just like, I I can't think of any other word other than wholesome just because we've yeah. been saying that for so long, but <laughs> just like it's just like. I don't know. When it's I need, good. like, a good, like, giggle or, like, a pick-me-up, I always, like, will put on a quick episode of, like, The Office or Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Parks like, and Rec. Oh, my gosh. Like, nothing makes me laugh more than those shows because they're just so ridiculous that, like, I can't stop giggling. And I love to giggle. So have, you guys, what was that? have you guys watched um, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? By any chance? No. I've seen a couple episodes. So, uh, it's Jerry Seinfeld. He basically just has the show where he goes out with comedians. In cars. And gets... And in cars, like he picks a car that he thinks represents the comedian, mm-hmm. um, and then they go out and get. Is that on Netflix? Just, yeah, it's on. Netflix. Yeah. It's a Netflix show. I need a new show. Uh, there we go. Netflix yeah, has no, so many comedies. It. It's things. absolutely so. A little bit of backstory. That was actually a big inspiration. Look, reaching out to start this podcast because that was wow. when I started seeing uh, just like the full, <laughs> um, just like the. F- the amount of power just like a conversation could have because the first episode i watched was actually him and eddie murphy mm-hmm. um and if anybody knows eddie murphy he's just like a huge another huge icon uh but they were having just these conversations of just how it was a lot of the conversations are just them doing background on just them just being normal people and how they don't understand how people look up to them so much like literally one of the conversations i have was like jerry was like dude like you're like a god and then eddie was like no dude like you're you're like a god <laughs> and they're both just like i look up to you in so many ways and there's like i always felt like i was never good enough because i would look up to people like you and i was always chasing something and it was just like jerry was like i was always just trying to stay fresh so like all these new kids are coming up and like they're all just doing such wonderful things and it was just they 
amount of authenticity of just like the individuals having conversations and just like seeing that for me was like really powerful and then like having wanting to do that with other people that I also thought was awesome because like that's kind of what I see happening in like a lot of these podcast episodes is like us being authentic and like sharing all of these things that are like same but different which I think is really cool I don't know why that just made me think of like okay like you guys are gonna think I'm crazy but like birthday cards so like I don't know, like I, a I thing wanted, with, so like with, <laughs> okay, so growing up, birthday cards or like cards in general, always like such a big thing. Like it didn't mm-hmm. matter about the presents or whatever, like yeah. grew up in like a pretty like humble household, I guess you could say. Yeah. But like the cards, like we'd make them by hand and from scratch and you'd like put your like heart and soul into these cards and then like write like really nice, like cute messages. And that was yeah. something I started to hear with my friends at Stevens mm-hmm. and like with awesome my things. <laughs> Uh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it on purpose. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) But like, um, I think it was for like my 21st birthday. My big like wrote like a card for me. It was just like the one line like I'll never forget. She was like, as much as like you look up to me, there's so many ways like I look up to you too. And I remember like I just looked up and I was hysterically crying. I was like, why did you do this to me? It's my birthday. Like, what are you doing? It was so cute though. Like, I don't know. Like, there's so many people in your life that like you think like it's like a one way. Like, yeah. you're looking up to them, and they're your idol. But then, like, you also have, like, an impact on someone, too. And, like, yeah. that's, like, such a, like, humbling, like, full-circle experience that I always find, like, my favorite I definitely moments. agree with that. It's, like, there's so many people in your life that you probably don't get. You, you probably just don't communicate how special people are all of the time. And when you do, like, I think a lot of us undersell how much just a comment can mean to a person. Um, so take time out of your day to always just give that comment out to another friend. <laughs> my, my emotional self is always just like, I love you. <laughs> like you. <laughs> this conversation <laughs> is, uh, is reminding me an episode of Queer Eye. Um, and something they said was like, a lot of the times we talk about how much someone meant to us when they leave, whether that's moving or whatever, but we don't take the time to like, yes, to tell each other, like, I love you or like. You're super important to me, and this is why, in the moment, like when that person is still in your life. Yeah. yeah. Also, Queer Eye is such a wholesome show, and everybody should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wholesomeness going around in this room. That's gonna be my vocabulary for the rest of the day. <laughs> I love you too. That wholesome things. I'm definitely using that hashtag in my Instagram post for the day. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess we can start wrapping up now. We've been yeah. here for a while. It's just it's been like three hours. Now. <laughs> Yeah, we've been in this room like hella long. Well, I came in at like around five. You guys yeah. were here a little earlier. Yeah, I was here a yeah, it's about to be eight soon. <laughs> All right, oh, another man. take. Like, <laughs> imagine the community before it's over. Um. So yeah. Uh, I hope I, you enjoyed these wholesome things. Yeah. yeah. Hope you enjoyed these wholesome things. That, uh, you know. Hope you enjoyed breaking the ice. <laughs> See you next time on a. Uh, where's the time gone? Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>